0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. It's Azra, your host, back with another fun and exciting one for you today. Japan is a land that keeps on giving when it comes to cultural insights and eye-opening history. But it's no secret that this island nation is full of quirky activities you can only get here. Well, most of the time. But come on, let's admit it. The experience back home in Japan is definitely different. Like karaoke for example. Some of us can still karaoke outside of Japan. But don't deny that it's not on your list of things to do in Japan. Unfortunately, karaoke is not one of the four activities I'll be highlighting today. But if you're interested in that, we have a whole episode chatting about Japanese entertainment. Season 3, Episode 8. So prepare a mental checklist of the ones you've done, for those of you who have been to Japan. Or the ones you want to do, for those who haven't been. But regardless, all of you should have your notebooks ready for some exciting related vocabulary words I'll be sliding in. Already? Number 1 on our list is Themed Cafes It's all the rage in Japan. There are so many of them that there's got to be a few for every type of traveller. I bet one already popped into most of you guys' heads. The Robot Restaurant. Katy Perry, Chrissy Teigen and Anthony Bourdain are just a few of the countless big names that have popped by said themed restaurant. Neon pulsating lights, ginormous robots and scantily clad dancers are what brings the crowd of bust locals and foreigners alike. While that's the one that attracts the most attention, there are tons of others that deserve to be in the limelight too. For one, dobutsu cafes, or animal cafes, are huge in Japan. You can get everything from cats, dogs, and bunnies, to owls and hedgehogs. Usually, an entry to these cafes includes being surrounded by these cute little creatures and a nomimono drink. Another popular type of cafe is the maid cafes, or meido kissa, commonly found in Tokyo's Akihabara neighbourhood. If you don't know, that district is anime heaven. Waitresses are dressed as maids and cater to their customers in a cosplay-like atmosphere. These three are just the tip of the iceberg. There are others including Pokemon Cafe, Kawaii Cafe, and Flower Cafe. You just have to head over to our official website if you want to know more. Here's a quick vocab recap. Dobutsu, Animal Nomimono Drink Meido Kissa Maid Cafe The next one on our quirky activities list is Purikura. This one was the first few things I did when I got to Tokyo for the very first time. Purikura is short for Print Club, referring to photo sticker booths where you can get your picture taken and then have it printed into small stickers. Well, not before a few filters and edits of kawaii characters into the frame. Purikura started out in 1995, but it didn't take long for it to be a huge hit in Japan, particularly among high school students. Though it's not uncommon to see a group of boys or adults packed in the small booth screaming "cheese" as the flash goes off. The best part of purikura is that you have the ultimate Japanese souvenir for about 400 yen, which is 4 bucks. You get the whole experience of posing, editing and printing in less than 10 minutes. So you have no reason for not being able to fit it in your Japan itinerary. Now for a quick recap of the vocab. Purikura. Print booth stickers. Kawaii. Cute. Cheese, Cheese. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've raised. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, You're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? Moving on, our next and third quirky Japan activity blew up the internet more than a couple of times. Street Mario go-karting. Yep, you guessed it, go-karting on the streets of Japan and pretend you're Mario in your Nintendo 64 racing alongside Princess Peach. Can you guess what go-kart is in Japanese? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Go-kato. This is one of the biggest things to do in the country, aside from all the cultural activities, of course. Whether you're in Tokyo, down in Osaka, or even further down in Okinawa, you'll be able to live out this fantasy. That's not all the fun. You have to be in costumes for this. It depends on where you're booking this experience from. Some of them might not rent out Mario Kart costumes, but don't lose hope. I've seen a couple of Marios go-karting past me on the streets. I mean, a Superman or Wonder Woman outfit isn't such a bad replacement, is it? Or just pick a random animal onesie. Or Kigurumi in Japanese. You can never go wrong with that. And as you cruise along the roads of Japan all dressed up, these go-karts are designed to have built-in Bluetooth speakers. Blast your favorite playlist and customize your personal Mario Go Karting experience. Don't forget to apply for an international driver's license before you leave for Japan because you need one, and that's all you really need. So don't forget, wasurenai Here's a quick vocab recap. Go kart, go kart, kigurumi, animal onesie, wasurenai de, don't forget. Speaking of dressing up. You don't have to hop in a go-kart to put on a onesie. Our last but definitely not least quirky activity is dressing up. Whether it's in a kimono or downright cosplay, Japan's the ultimate place to be for this. Let's start with dressing up in the kimono. This traditional wear of Japan is actually considered to be the national dress of the country. If you want to know more about the kimono, give our Season 1, Episode 9, Japanese Fashion Through the Ages, a listen. Anyway, literally translated to thing to wear, Donning a kimono while strolling through a historic townscape of Kyoto or even visiting a tera, temple, or jinja, shrine, in Tokyo is kind of like a rite of passage for anyone travelling to Japan. Not only will you be all dolled up and looking as stunning as ever for the Instagram pics, this is an experience that will let you get in touch with the Japanese culture. On a lighter note, while still getting in touch with the Japanese culture, though a different side of the culture, is cosplaying or the katakana version in Japanese, kosupure. We all have watched an anime or read a manga in our lifetime, whether we knew it was one or not. Pokemon, anyone? A lot of us have the dream of going to Japan to unleash our inner hero or heroine, like the ones we see on screen. And while you can still cosplay in your home country, it's a completely different vibe in Japan. You kinda need to experience it to understand it. So don't forget to pack your shoujo prince costume or kitsune, fox, ears in your suitcase. But regardless of what you're going to be dressed up in, the traditional way or the pop culture way, there's still Japanese culture. And what better way to celebrate this culture than participating in this dressing up activity? Now for our final vocab recap. Kimono literally translates to thing to wear, but it's the traditional wear of Japan. Terra, temple. Jinja, shrine. Kosupure, cosplay. Shoujo a genre of manga or anime aimed at a young female audience. Kitsune Japanese Fox Karaoke doesn't sound as intriguing anymore, does it? These four quirky Japan activities should definitely be done when you find yourself here, on the land of the rising sun. For those of you who have been to Japan, how many boxes out of four did you check? Those who haven't, which one will be your first quirky Japan activity when you get here? tell us your answers on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also, head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading out on topics like these some more. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, pop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. Thank you so much for listening in. join me in the next one where I'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. またね!